Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Joey Devine, Herbie the Elf who wanted to be a dentist, the magician whose Frosty's hat made go to life. John Keen, Tiny Tim, the ghost of Christmas present, special guest Mike Malloy, musical guest Band-Aid, they do know it's Christmas, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me. Your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. I've got to say, I am shocked the ghost of Don Pardo did not have Burl Ives. I mean, he's only, <laughs> I think he's only seen like two Christmas specials. Yeah. It, it kind of seems like. Seemed weird. Sean Keen, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I got the holiday spirit. Yeah? You're in it? I'm, You're... I'm in it to win it. Yeah. Uh, did you know that war is over? Oh. If you want it. Yeah. Um, Mike Malloy is here. He sure is. Uh, our, I, I would say, you're, I think you're our like, most frequent guest at this point. You know, I think I, it's I, you I, and Julian Rodriguez? Yeah. Goddamn. Elite company. Yeah. I mean, a couple more and you're going to be on more of these than Dave Schilling. So. Papa Dave. <laughs> is yeah. Doing other basketball podcasts, but not his own. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna say he was, he's on talk hoops this week. I'm, I think I'm on it tomorrow. So we got we got the whole the whole gang. 
Um, well, ask Zach how Dave is doing for us. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Actually, to hear I'll him. probably see him before you do. I'm doing the masked man next week. So I'll definitely see him before you do. Um, we are we are going to have his baby on the podcast. I was going to say the baby is going to be on the podcast before Dave is <laughs> uh, some lingering business. Uh, Dubaru, super fan, the guy who keeps the records, except we stopped making him keep records. There also uh, isn't really anything to keep records of. Yeah, he anymore. sent us a present. Uh, Sean, would you like to describe what Dubaru sent us? Yes. Yeah, so there is a Warriors coach, Don Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still Warriors coach, Don Nelson, yeah. right? Yeah, he's forever my coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Steve Kerr, but. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how, yeah, I would say there are certain teams where it's like that, you know, where, um, you know, like Nick Saban will always be the coach. Or like Red Arbach. Red Arbach. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Joe Paterno. Yeah, Don Nelson Penster, is kind you know of I mean? like shitty Red Arbach. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's yeah, he's re- he's like Red Arbach. He's got his number. Alcoholic the, uncle. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got his number in the garden rafters. He as does. Well. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he made that one shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you got to do, baby, is win once. <laughs> the thing is, he forever. Ca- yeah, he called lucky ass bounce when he shot it too. So he actually yeah. won the horse championship as well. <laughs> uh, so he has he has this legendary poker room in Maui where he lives, and uh, an artist made uh, a painting <laughs> a painting of all the people, including uh, Owen Wilson's in the painting. Willie Nelson's in the painting. Woody Harrelson's, Woody Harrelson's in, in the, the painting. painting. I think Woody Harrelson is wearing a hat with a pot leaf on he it is, in the painting. Yeah. He's also playing chess in the painting. Yeah. Uh, so, Dubaru. Dubaru. Oh, oh when you could buy a print of this for $750. No, it was $1,700. Twelve fifty for the small one, yeah. seventeen fifty for the large one. But also for, uh, how much is it to get $500 yourself? $500. $500 additionally, you can get yourself painted into this legendary poker scene who is that for uh, us yeah i mean i was saying like <laughs> it's for like gary st Jean, steven jackson <laughs> maybe like one of will and Elson's kids uh tom tolbert tom tolbert <laughs> yeah <laughs> um anyway dubaru sent us a bootleg copy of this painting uh, with our faces photoshopped into it. So Dave, Dave, Joey, and Sean among the dirt bags uh, at this poker thing. I showed it to my girlfriend, and she said, "I don't know if I want that hanging in my apartment." And I said, "Too bad, too bad. We're sending it to Framebridge." Yeah, <laughs> Framebridge, not a sponsor, but we're listening. <laughs> Um, but that's it with our lingering news. Thanks, uh, Dub. So I, th- I think I think we need to address the fact that J.R. Smith is wearing a supreme arm sleeve right now. Wow, he waited in line for seven hours. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it. It was funny. I realized I've like never paid attention to like if Supreme is like good. I just realized <laughs> like I see who waits in line for it and know that it's not right. Okay. It's not elite company. <laughs> like I, if I see it's teens. Like when I see them waiting out there for sneakers, I'm like, I can tell it's Supremes just by the homeliness <laughs> of the men. It's there's not a girl to be seen. There probably never will be. Um, They're nerds. Yeah. Before we get to the news, I should mention. Yeah. 
give us five star reviews on iTunes. Oh yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten a new review in a while, except someone downgraded one of their reviews. Oh <laughs> man, you do that? Yeah, we have one three star now. Did they? Did they? Is it? And is there any comment? There's no comment. Why? So wow. hey, three star guy. I'm You're sorry. Hopefully we can get you back. No, don't fucking. <laughs> Don't try to appeal to them. I'm sorry. I'm listen, so- go listen to something else, motherfucker. We don't want you here. Get out. Leave. Um, also, follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Right? That's our Twitter? Yeah. That, that and also Twitter. on Gmail, you can email us uh, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Yes. And we have a Facebook page that we don't use. Uh, so if anyone wants to be the admin of our Facebook yeah, page, give it up. Just please right let now, us know. Uh, I think it's me, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, uh, wave of the future. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go to the news, shall we? Uh, so this week in Woke. The week in Woke. Wokeness is not a competition. Except when it is. Uh, Charles Barkley spoke at a Doug, at a Doug Jones rally, and I had multiple people ask me if I felt disqualified Charles Barkley for the woke off. <laughs> and you know what my answer is? Fucking no. 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 Like it's the base being anti-child molester does not make you woke. It just me- makes you a human being. In my opinion, that should yeah. be like baseline for like normal. Human yeah, that, decency. That, <laughs> it seems like a high degree of activism for Charles Barkley, though, because fair. <laughs> I feel like Charles Barkley is right now. He's an effort player in the woke off who is not necessarily earning his playing time. Like he he made the documentary about race in America. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh where Which, he sort of sided with cops at points. Yeah, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's... I think it's a... I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I haven't seen any racism since that dropped. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Racism's yeah. over. So, uh, so he know, did solve They racism. had the premiere in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, <laughs> and then it's been pretty smooth sailing since then. The president has just switched to straight-up sexism, I think. <laughs> Um, Sean, is there a joke you wanted to tell about Charles Barkley? After, oh, well, uh, just it was, Jones it was nice that he won a big one for the first time. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like he showed up at the rally and all the Doug Jones people were like, geez, we had a lot of get out the vote efforts, but I don't know. I think he might choke at the end. <laughs> uh, also, I thought that did you see, did you get to see that clip of Roy Moore's keynote speaker the night before? Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. his like brain short circuited. Yeah. Like. But so the two telling that story about them at a brothel. Oh no! Oh, was that? Oh, from the rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, not the dude. The, that was the dude that was well. like, oh, you got to swear in a Bible. And it's like, no, you know, it's crazy because like, that's oh. this is one of the only times you get to see someone get hung up on mm. when they're not on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by yeah. The- because that was that was great. That was like a visual hang up. Like I'm hanging up now, and you get to see just the like the look of wait, what? <laughs> I. But you, uh, yeah. it was great. I loved it. 
But yeah, no, the guy was like, he went in a brothel and he was like, I'm not going to have sex with any of these prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> what that, a guy. That was the moment where he almost won Charles Barkley back. Yeah. Because he's like, eh, he's going yeah, to probably well, likes prostitutes. That's like being like one time we walked by a pile of dog shit and he didn't just scoop it into his mouth. Yeah. It's like that. Okay. Were there other times that he did? Why are you bringing this up? They also had to reveal in the course of that because they're like, all right, you're talking about Vietnam. Well, Roy Moore also admitted that he uh, was worried about other soldiers stabbing him while he slept. So he like slept in a pile of sandbags or something like that because he was afraid of getting killed by his own. I wonder what it was about the man (laughs) that made that made him worried is is. His fellow men might stab him in his sleep. I wonder what it is yeah, about I, him that, I actually that would have a cause such a reaction. I have a theory on that Bible guy, by the way. Uh-huh. I think that guy's brain broke because he immediately became upset that he didn't get sworn in on an autobiography of Bear <laughs> Bryant. <Yeah. laughs> he was like, oh, you mean I could have done that? <laughs> Yeah, and then oh, and then Roy Moore and a twelve-year-old girl interview him on election day. Tight, I'm gonna be, tight, I'm gonna tight, be, tight, I'm tight. gonna be sworn in on the novelization of Pootie Tang. Yeah. <laughs> um, does anyone have an extra copy of Bill Simmons' The Book of Basketball? We I need actually, to swear I this think guy I, I think I do have one yeah. sitting around somewhere. <laughs> there was a year when uh, my father and I both gave that book to each other on Christmas. I think that happened to me and my dad too. Yeah. yeah. I did have Bill sign it, though. Uh, I did. Sean and I were both at that book signing, and I was, like, basically forcibly removed from it, if you remember right, Sean. Oh, what, <laughs> because we do? took a picture with him? No, I had him sign it. Chris Mullen was a C-plus GM to, oh. like, start a fight with him because he's real mean to Chris Mullen as the GM, and I was, like, yelling about Anthony Randolph as being, like, shuffled Anthony away. Anthony Randolph stunk. No, he was good at the time. <laughs> but he no, he was bad in the NBA. He's great. No, he in was, Slovenia. He had, he had one good year where everybody was, liked him. He was him. actually always bad. Yeah, but, but there but was we, one year where everybody thought he was a good prospect. No, he. I mean, he was always bad at basketball. Yeah, <laughs> like the way he was only on the Warriors good. for like maybe two almost two, two years, seasons. but he was hurt for like yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. Bill, come on the podcast is what yeah. we're saying. I'll be in the let's, office let's next make, week. Yeah, I'll, let's, I'll tell him. Yeah, tell him, tell him to come on. And uh, tell him my dad really enjoyed the book. Let's talk about Sam Decker, who definitely lost the woke off this week. Yeah, correct? what a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting involved in net neutrality. So, yeah. Simple, idiot. First off. Don't, it's, it's bad. So Sam Decker was taking questions on Twitter uh, last night, and someone asked him his stance on net neutrality, which, first off, that person is hilarious. Yeah. Like, of all the NBA but players like, to yeah, ask. When like, those things are going on, yeah, you should ask that, because if it gets answered, maybe there's somebody out there that doesn't know about it. Like, sure. Yeah, it's it, like, why not? It uh, doesn't hurt. But Sam Decker's <laughs> response was, I'm not on here to talk about politics, agendas, or get worked up about this net neutrality business. I'm here to have some fun and have some laughs. No. Sam Decker, I think this isn't the first fight issue I ch- I've, ch- I've, or fight I've, I've issued on this podcast. No, you- Sam Decker, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. Spencer Hawes, you're second oh, yeah, on Spencer the hit Hawes, list. Spencer Hawes, I'm going to beat your ass too. Wait, is he Where is he now? now? Uh, I do have one 
there is one positive, I think, out of net neutrality being repealed, and that is uh, that now Sam Decker is going to have to pay ten thousand dollars to get to his Twitter ha- uh, to get to Twitter and have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> and then he'll realize which side he should have been Idiot, on. Idiot, <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to talk politics. Is basically say he's from Wisconsin, right? I oh, bet he, he voted. Oh, for yeah, Trump. yeah, yeah. He voted for Trump. I have some. And I he have doesn't s- want to show his ass. <laughs> he for sure voted for Trump. Uh, I would say after analyzing his Twitter mm-hmm. account today, uh, Spencer Hawes. He's got wrote- a he's got a fucking Richard Spencer haircut. Of course, he voted for Trump. <laughs> a little fucking neo Nazi. Probably goose steps as soon as everybody leaves the locker room. In- Sam Decker, I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> In other Wisconsin news, Spencer Haas has been released. He does Good. not have a job. Good. And his middle name is Mason. I'll pull you by your brony tail or whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Um, so his tweets have been about um, not not very incisive tweets about rap music, Wisconsin high school basketball. He's oh. very invested in. Did you wow, have any surprise. laughs reading them? No, very few laughs. Mm. However, here's the here is. Do you have any here, fun reading them? <laughs> I had fun reading this one. This was the best one. Good. How come The Office or even fans of The Office never bring up when Pam kissed Jim at the Dundies in season one? Everyone just sweeps that under the rug. Yeah, they were in love and Roy was a piece of shit, you fucking nerd. I'm going to beat his ass over this, too. (laughs) He's mad. He is mad. He also spelled Dundies like it was an award for uh, Paul Hogan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also... First episode of season two, Sam Decker. Everybody just sweeps it under the rug that you don't know when the fuck these episodes <laughs> aired. Uh, so first question. Also, she got drunk, man. Pam yeah, got man, overserved. Is it like. that big a deal? You go to an Applebee's and you get a little twisted. You yeah. don't know what it's like. You fucking nerd. You grew up in fucking Wisconsin. Your dad was your high school basketball coach. Come on. He yeah, he tweets about his dad coaching high school basketball too. Sam Decker. Bad. You lost the woke off this week. Yeah, that was going to be my last question. place. Is he in last place of the woke off now? Um, I mean, give no. Derrick Rose is always perpetually Derek, yeah, Derek last Rose. in the woke off, but is Until- he second to last? <laughs> as long as it's printed, he'll never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just can I? Yeah. Just just in the woke off in general. The only thing I would say that Steve Kerr, one of our leaders. A little bit, took a little half step back when uh, he was doing his weekly radio spot on a local station, and uh, it turned out he was taking a bath, and the the host could hear it. (laughs) That's a baller move. I like it. Yeah. It, it, sometimes it, was, I, do, yeah. I do podcasts from the can sometimes. Yeah, really, yeah. Absolutely. If I I should take a bath one of these times. That would be pretty sick. And, you know, it was with a man, but it did also feel like... (laughs) Something that would be in like a complaint about Dustin yeah. Hoffman. It's like, hey, he insisted on being in the tub <laughs> for this interview, <laughs> but uh, his spine is made out of a frayed extension cord right now. So you're probably okay, Steve yeah. Kerr. I just thought we should bring That's it fine. up. Um, Are we not going to keep making fun of Derek Rose? I really love doing that. Well, I mean, we, we, there's always room to yeah. make fun of Derek yeah. Rose. You know what I hope happens is I hope the Cavaliers make they force him to play. And then they use evidence of him enjoying basketball in the past against him to be like he clearly wanted to play. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, he texted LeBron and was like, can't wait to get on the court. Yeah, but it was like eight months ago. Yeah. 
so they, they, they there's just snipers at the top of the arena making him play basketball. I hope he I hope he has to do it for the rest of his life. He kind of does though, because he has that Adidas deal, and so he can he kind of can't retire. Reti- retire he can't re- he can't retire. Like, but he can. What if he goes overseas? I think it's does like carry, is it have to be he is in the NBA? I believe. I don't know this at all, but I think it's kind of like um, EDD rules for unemployment where you have to be actively seeking work yeah. or you don't get your stipend. So like he has to he has to submit three, three a week. I hope I just hope that, oh man, if I were if I were like a an eccentric billionaire, this is something I would do is just make sure that Derrick Rose always had a basketball contract like mandating a certain amount of attendance and being like, oh, otherwise you're not considered a professional player and yeah. your Adidas contract is voided. <laughs> the only thing that keeps him going. Um, let's talk about the news now. Let's go yeah, to the, let's news go drop. the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Aisha Curry's cooking show got canceled after one episode. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> yeah, not not a shock. Uh, a prominent chef uh, got busted for sexual harassment when they canceled the show after one episode. Oh, it was with th- with her? No, not with her. Just with his in his restaurant jobs in the past. This was the Great American Baking Show, which is the... The fake British Bake Off. Oh, the Canadian is she, one is she on it? Bad. Yeah, she was the. Oh, uh, so we got canceled because of that, not yeah, because of not because, because of Aisha Curry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought no, I thought you were saying she got her own cooking show and nobody. She cared. has her own. I cooking was like, show yeah, and no one cares. That's, but no, this was why the. Why would anybody care? The Great American Bake Off got canceled oh. because the the. The American Paul Hollywood was a sexual harasser, correct, Sean? Who is yes, that? Johnny. I've never heard of this guy, uh, Johnny Iuzini. I don't know who that is. Every time a name trends on Twitter, I was, I'm just like, I used to be like, oh, he's dead. And now I'm like, oh, I wish he's dead. It's every <laughs> like every time, every time I see somebody's name trending, I was just like, oh, he did something bad, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, in other similar news. Uh, like this, uh, LeBron James's production company dropped Morgan Spurlock today. They were working on a thing with Morgan Spurlock. Oh, Paul ah. Hollywood is on the American version. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, understand like, this. Wait, so Morgan Spurlock, I saw, like, I didn't read it. I read the fucking title of it. And so I saw that he, like, sexually harassed and he, like, not even, like, got caught. Like, was like, hey, uh, like, no, he I was. he settled a lawsuit years ago apparently oh. he was oh, like i'm okay. definitely going down for this yeah so here's everything i ever did and then he's like also i was abused but like it was like the ninth paragraph uh, yeah i mean that's a, a different conversation for a different day i think in an apology like, yeah i think so. I, get, I, get, I get that might be a, a thing Ooh, lebron's hairline is looking garbage <laughs> Also, his shoes do not look good. <laughs> I don't think those are among the most terrible ones he's had. No, LeBron <laughs> has never had good shoes. I guess the he LeBron really ones hasn't. I kind of like. The zooms? But... Oh, oh, oh. Man, do you think LeBron James, if it wouldn't have such a Jordan comparison, would he sh- would he have shaved his head? 
if he wasn't chasing that ghost? I I I don't know. Maybe. I don't understand why he doesn't do it. It looks way more badass being bald and having a beard than it does having a beard and a shitty hairline. I think that's I think that's correct. Brooke Lopez, the hair is really long and shaggy. He's kind of getting to Robin levels. Okay. <laughs> um, right, sorry. Sorry, guys. Podcast listeners. So I'm sorry. Shouts to Aisha Curry. Sorry, your second cooking show got canceled. Sorry. Uh, well, doesn't she, doesn't her name kind of sound like what you'd make up if you're like, eh, it's going to be like an American version of the show. She's going to be black. It can't be Mary Berry. But what about Aisha Curry? Yeah, like those are yeah. last names of food. Uh, and then our final piece of news. Paul George revenge game, you guys. <laughs> Uh, they, that was really <laughs> hyped up, and wasn't there like one sign? I mean, they were booing. Was him. it? Was it the one that was like that? It basically, was like a knot at the end of it. It was like, oh, gl- glad you're just enjoying. joking. Yeah, that yeah. that was it. <laughs> Ugh, what a fucking nerd you are! <laughs> you spent so much time on that to just have it fall flat. Ugh. Um. So, friend of the pod. Megan Gailey oh, yeah. posted uh, telling her friends not to yell it, not to boo Paul George. Yeah. Because Meg, A, Megan is a good person. They're sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, there's a, because there's a 50% Oladipo chance and Sabonis now we're going to are... lose her to an all-star yeah. game one of these years. Because <laughs> between here and, and Indiana, she's going to get twisted one of those weekends <laughs> and never come back. Well, they did get the 2020 all-star, 21 yeah, all-star yeah, yeah, yeah. game. That's yeah. what I meant. Oh, yeah. Um. But Oladipo and Sabonis are awesome. So, like, why are these fans mad at all? And they're in a better position than they would be if he was there and just waiting to be traded or waiting for free agency. Like, you got two good players, and they got a couple picks, too. Indiana? No, they didn't get any picks. They didn't get any picks? They shouldn't. I still feel like, I mean, I know they... Two players they like. And at the end of the day, that's, like... and Oladipo's from Indiana, right? Oladipo's been better than Paul George this year. Well, I would also just say, <laughs> it like a guy leaving your team is way less of a big deal than people always make it out to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I think of it this way. Like, you grow up your entire life in Compton. You st- spend a couple of years in Fresno. And then you're like, I, I got... Well, he's from he's from Palmdale, actually. He's from Palmdale? I thought yeah. he was from Compton. I no, he he's from Palmdale. He kind of claims Los Angeles, uh, but he's yeah. Uh, oh, I might be getting confused. But yeah, Palmdale, Fresno, Palmdale. Indianapolis, but like you, Oklahoma you, City. He, he spent eight years there, right? Yeah. Like he he did his time. He doesn't want to live there anymore. Stop being nerds. Like yeah. if if you change companies, nobody's gonna like scream at you. Yeah, all day. And like, <laughs> if you're a good team now, like the best way to make him feel shitty is to just like treat that game like a playoff game. Like, love your team and fucking go deathly silent when he touches the ball. I mean, I'm even I, I even feel like it's okay to boo him, but like burning a jersey and making a sign—that shit—I never understand. Like, you're you're gonna burn 
that young boy's work shirt that you spent money on. <laughs> yeah, it's That's just a, burning 75 of yeah. your own dollars. Who, what are you proving? You're burning an effigy in this, this young boy's name, that you, this young athletic boy that you admire, you fucking weirdo. I posed this question to Sean when mm. there was a, a spate of uh, jersey burnings this summer. Yeah. And I can't remember... Jersey burnings pre-LeBron James. Well, because of the internet. People don't do it to do it. They do it for fucking attention. Right, but yeah. so you know, my it's question... It's like you're burning a real effigy, like trying to fucking kill his spirit or something. <laughs> They're fucking doing it. Look at me. Ugh, look, look at me on the internet. I'm being a fucking tool. Yeah. No, but so my look question cool is, is did LeBron James start the, journey, the jersey burning trend? No, I mean, that couldn't couldn't be it. I have jo- uh, fucking Johnny Damon, probably. Oh, maybe I, we should look at that. Yeah, yeah. If I ha- if I had to guess, that was early enough in the. Because because YouTube existed yeah. when he went to the Yankees, right? Two thousand four is when YouTube started, right? I'm not sure. Oh five or oh six, and he went to the Yankees he for the like ninety six. Oh, I think it was. No, Johnny Damon. It was right after the two thousand four World Series, I think. Hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, well, we could we could see. We'll check it out. <laughs> All right, go to something else. I'll see if, if anyone. Okay. Uh, but like um, Shaq, I bet people did it when Shaq left for the Lakers. I just don't think people like thought to do it. I mean, they did. We just didn't see it on the fucking internet every like day. That. Now people do it all the time. It's really stupid. It's so dumb. The only jersey... Well, okay. well, who's an acceptable jersey to burn? Derrick Rose? Is that the only one? Uh, Shaquille well, O'Neal Celtics yeah. jersey. <laughs> what? Shaquille a O'Neal Shaquille... Celtics jersey. <laughs> Somebody burned a Shaquille O'Neal Celtics jersey? No, I'm just saying... I'm just saying, like, that's something that, that shouldn't... Like, 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 I could see Shaq burning all the evidence of that oh, happening. Yeah. Well, like, that was, a, that was a terrible one. Um, Guys, I have a confession to make, actually. Last night, after that tweet, I burned my Sam Decker jersey. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and it was a high school jersey, too. That was weird. Yeah, his dad gave it to me. Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> um, we got some questions. We we solicited a mailbag, and we got some questions. Want to move on to questions, you guys? Yeah, yeah sure. Questions. All right. So our first question comes from... Uh, our friend Genial Black Man, aka at Trey Cool X, uh, and it's for you. For me, it's for yeah. you, Mike. Uh, how racist are Celtics fans compared to other racist fans of Boston sports teams? I mean, if you take a guess, when Boston was Boston schools were desegregated, nineteen seventy something, nineteen eighty three. nineteen eighty three. You know, and, and the Boston Globe just did a, a fucking thing on it. Yeah, the the, the, the spotlight team. The yeah, average, oh, it was a, it was a the spotlight average, thing, yeah, team. The average net worth. It could have been me. The average net worth <laughs> worth of a black person in Boston is seven dollars. The average net worth of a white person in Boston is two hundred seventy-seven thousand. Like it's a racist town. You're silly if you're still fighting it. If you're gonna burn any energy try to figure out a way to make it better instead of screaming that it's not a racist place mm-hmm. 
who like who are you talking about it not being racist to your your neighbors in your segregated neighborhood like right. cut the well, shit. didn't when that cut happened sh- knock it off was wasn't when that was going on didn't white guys try and stab a black guy with an american flag yeah yeah well, yeah. yeah that was back in the 70s they it was at city hall they he tried to yeah tried to stab it was uh, i think 76 yeah <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, the Spotlight article said that uh, Celtics games were actually um, more racist. No, le- le- oh. le- like by like oh, significantly but, yeah. less yeah, racist. Yeah, 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 because yeah. there's because Red Sox games, you're gonna. He- I mean, fucking this year it happened with Adam Adam Jones. He well, gets called re- the N word. It seems like there just aren't as many. I mean, I've only been to Red Sox games. I've yeah. never been to another professional sporting event in Boston, but. Um, there just aren't very many black people at Red Sox games. No. In the stances. Of, like, like even the scalp. black people in Boston. Yeah. Like, it was all white scalpers. Yeah. Which was, I've only That's seen that in weird. Salt Lake City in Boston. Yeah. Now, wait, the Olympics in Salt Lake City, there were some black scalpers, actually. But that was because <laughs> it was the Olympics. Yeah. Um, out of town hustle. International. <laughs> yeah, the best of the best. Exactly. So, rank, rank the racist fans in Boston. By Who's team. the most By racist? Team. Yeah, most racist to least racist. I mean, Bruins won. Oh, yeah. most racist is Bruins because it's hockey and yeah. it's there. Silly. Um, so yeah, there's everybody has a stick already. Yeah, exactly. Bru- uh, so <laughs> that Bruins, could become a burning. Celtics are definitely the, the least racist. Sure. Um, Red Sox are two, and and Patriots three. Although you can flip them because they both. Love policies that are inherently racist, so uh, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them all. Yeah, I mean, I still I, I fuck with the Red Sox and the Celtics, and that's it. But their fans are just f- calm down. Nothing matters as much as you pretend it does. <laughs> this is a game. It's fun when we win. Yeah, it's really dope. But when you lose, you don't need to have a fucking temper tantrum like a child. You can you can enjoy sports and not. Be cry racist about them and be, ra- <laughs> and be racist, but also just not be insufferable. It's really not that hard. Um. All right. Uh, there was a follow up question, a second part for us, Sean. Oh. But, oh. Okay. And it's a uh, how much mojo will the Warriors lose when they move to San Francisco? Ooh, interesting. When is that? Next year? Two years. Two years. Yeah. And um. I the think... only way to answer this question uh-huh. is with another question. Oh. And it's, will the Golden State Warriors be selling panda hats? Because that is the that is the They're level. They're going into that spot. <laughs> that's that's ultimately what broke down the Stanton trade, was that they were going to... The Giants had the deal locked up. Giancarlo Stanton was coming, and the team just kept pressuring him to pick an animal <laughs> that they could make hats out of it and he's like yeah and i'm just gonna go to the yankees uh, i think it's Sandoval gonna be bad stunk i think it's i mean the team will be fine but the crowd is gonna be significantly worse now don't you think because it's already significantly that's the, the, well that's say, the only it. thing i would say is hasn't has that maybe already kind of happened yeah it, it certainly has. And it's a little different, but, like, it's very similar. It's sort of similar to, like, what being a Red Sox fan was pre-2004. And then, like, by 2007, you were just like, who the fuck are you people? Yeah. Stop this. You weren't here. Cut it out. The Warriors, it is, I would say, yeah, very similar, where yeah. it's kind of like, 
being a Warriors fan and like really paying attention almost felt like you were in like a weird like cult. a cult. Yeah. But also yeah. at the same time in San Francisco, there was just a lot more of a like you could be in a mildly successful band and live in the city. And now it just feels like the whole city is almost just full of monsters. But similar to Boston, the, the prices the st- are going here, up quite a bit. The stadium is definitely going to be a lot whiter would be my guess. I think that's true. Because even now, they're still retaining some of their dope multicultural. Like, a yeah. lot of those, like, Hayward, Fremont fans are still coming. And yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case in San Well, Francisco. it's going to get really expensive, right? Yeah. Like, I still think it's going to be relatively accessible. Like, it seems like it'll be not that hard to get to sure. still. But it's not going to be on, like located on a BART line that runs from Fremont to Richmond. You know what I mean? Like that's when you don't have to change trains even. And yeah, my guess is it's going to, it's going to be bad. Like it's going to be worse than it is now. Who were that? Oh, well also just the concept of, um, we just don't really have celebrity fans. Uh, CC Sabathia, CC Sabathia, E forty, Mister Fab, and then also and, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. and then who uh, is co- isn't he Santana cousins with Mister Fab? I think that's correct. It's sort of a loose cousin. Yeah. Word, oh, and I think you forgot often. the ultimate guy though. It's uh, Hammer. Oh, Hammer, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> former Oakland A's MC vice Hammer. president, <laughs> fourteen-year-old vice president. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, a lot of those people aren't going to stay, I don't think, right? Yeah, I mean it it just E40 will still go. E40 is forever. Mr. Fab I bet won't. But they're going to have their number one celebrity fan Peter Thiel is going to be pretty fun. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Just sitting courtside with a life extension his blood looking boy. creepy. You know, yeah. Just a thousand mile stare and a creepy smile. That guy's a robot. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrible. He's the worst. Yeah. Uh hopefully he's not allowed to buy buy the Gawker archives. Anyway, next Is he the, but like that's a breakthrough for gay people that they finally have an evil gay person. <laughs> that's Congra- true. You made it. You finally have somebody that's gay and fucking evil. Well, who was it before that? Like J. Edgar Hoover? That was the last truly gay super. He wasn't out though. Okay. Well, that's all right. Well, yeah. What was the, the oh, Kevin Spacey? That's a pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's yeah. I'm talking about like. Yeah, but we're getting to fully quality strategically. Now. Yeah, evil. like someone with not some... just frenzied <laughs> evil. <laughs> where you're just like, ah, gotta have my dick out. Yeah. He's a he's a one episode villain. I yeah. Was, you know what I mean? Peter Thiel is like a multi season. Yeah, he's arc. got an arc. He's I got was a... thinking about this the other day. Is the Usual Suspects, starring Kevin Spacey, directed by Brian Singer and produced by Harvey Weinstein, like the closest we've ever had to like Magneto's yeah. sexual oh, wow. evil <laughs> like team of evil. We're gonna find out things about Kevin Pollock. Yeah, right? Brian, aren't we? Like what what's the and deal that with Brian Jerk Singer Wise? Is also in it, actually. Oh, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin oh, is also wow. in it. Oh, this God. is the Brotherhood of Evil Hollywood. I saw is his is it his daughter that's Haley Baldwin? Yes, it is. Oh, God. What a fucking firecracker she is. <laughs> All charisma. What what a personality. I saw her hosting a show, and boy, what a dullard. Just 
Ugh. Ugh. Oh, nepotism in this city. It's terrible. <laughs> but speaking of Brian Singer, is have has it come out that he fucks kids yet? Because everybody knows it, right? What did he, he got the thing is he got allegedly. Fu- no, we not alleged. I'll go on. The, I'll go on the record. I'll he fucks kids. Yeah, I mean for sure. Everybody, <laughs> we like everybody in this industry fucking talks about it a lot. Why, like. Well, and he got get him f- out. He weirdly got fired off. What movie did he just get fired? Yeah, off for throw for, for not movie. showing up to but work. For, yeah, for, but for not a no for, show, no for call. fucking yeah. kids. Yeah. How about that? How about get him out for fucking kids? He fucks kids. He filmed a bunch of young kid, young boys showering like twenty years ago. Yeah. For not people. okay. Get him out. Uh. All right. Um, I'll fight him too. Another, another. <laughs> yeah. it, Brian Sa- Spencer Hawes, Sam Decker, Brian Singer. Brian Singer. I'm coming for that ass. Not in the po- <laughs> the the favorable way. Um. So Scotty Pippen says LeBron has surpassed Michael Jordan. So Scotty Pippen says a lot. Of here's yes. my question: Is there anyone in LeBron's life who hates him as much as Pippen hates Jordan? His wife, apparently, considering she <laughs> fucked Future. Oh, LeBron's wife that. did? No, no, wait, no, I'm talking about Scotty Pippen. No, oh, no, oh, about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scotty, who, who, a lot of people in Scotty Pippen. That's a that's yeah. a rough. Uh, you know who else hates Scotty Pippen? His his creditors. You know who else hates Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, who is there anyone in LeBron's as like important figure in LeBron's life that hates him as much as Scotty Pippen hates Michael Jordan? No, I bet Kevin Love kind of hates him. Yeah, I think it's like there's got to be like a hundred teammates of Michael Jordan's that hate him more than Kevin like, Love hates LeBron. Like who? What? What former teammate do you think hates LeBron the most? Delonte West. It's mm. probably pretty close. I mean, he's he's got other things to worry about. I think. Yeah. But, uh, oh, that's a good question. I mean, I, the maybe person... Mario Chalmers. I think yeah, Mario still he did. probably loves him. Like it's like a like a uh like when the hostage lo- lo- uh, oh, starts it's Stockholm to, yeah, syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sort of misses him. Um I know who hates LeBron the most that's worked with LeBron, clearly. It's David Blatt. Oh. No one hates LeBron more than David Blatt. But do you think David Blatt hates LeBron as much as Scottie Pippen hates Not Michael Jordan? I yeah. think David Blatt kind of doesn't care anymore. <laughs> well, because like, he's, he's like a fighter pilot. Kwame Brown probably hates Michael Jordan more than Scottie Pippen hates Michael Jordan. Ooh. Yeah, I think Maybe. that's... I think he, yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> but he probably also is like more at peace with it where yeah. I believe Scottie Pippen like wakes up hating Michael Jordan <laughs> whereas Kwame Brown like when he remembers it is like man that guy sucks yeah well luckily I still have 60 million dollars yeah, yeah. I still right. played 10 years in the and NBA. then Scottie Pippen like has to pretend to not be home when the <laughs> someone comes to collect for Girl Scout cookies <laughs> that Scotty Pippen was underpaid his entire career and, and still part, has nothing yeah well, and also part of it was that he kept demanding contract negotiations at the worst possible time so like he panicked and he got a, a new contract in like 9091 yeah which left him underpaid through 1998 and so there was yeah, a year idiots where... were signing like 10-year deals yeah but michael jordan i think had like a one-year 35 million dollar yeah. contract yeah, jordan was always just doing like one years yeah and then but i think there was a year where 
Jordan made thirty five million and Pippen made like two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the. Bi- I think that was smart by Jordan because it was the leverage. He could just be like, "Well, I'll just retire after this," and yeah. they have to be like, "No, here's all the money." Well, didn't they pay him his basketball salary when he was playing baseball? I think they did. That I don't know. All right. Uh, the Lakers currently playing in Cleveland with big implications for free agency this summer. A question on everyone's mind. Will Contavious Caldwell-Pope sign with the Cavs this summer? Oh, could be. <laughs> I wish they had signed him to a multi-year deal just to fuck their shit up. If they were like, oh, he's available. Yeah, we got to have him. And then next year, they're rolling out Ball, Ingram, George, KCP, Brooke Lopez. Uh, we, oh, we Jeff Green makes me sad. He's playing Sorry. great this year. I don't care. He's still Jeff Green. <laughs> this is true. Uh sorry, the game is on right now. If occasionally we um, <laughs> Oh, and did you did you hear the story about the kid that in the was, hospital? Today? I was just yeah. this is my Oh, LeBron favorite said he NBA. dunked on dunked No, the on guy him? asked the kid asked LeBron to dunk on Lonzo Ball yeah. as his like sick kid wish. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best. Yeah, that's great. That's so much better did than he do a it? home run for me. Uh I'm I don't know. You better hurry up and do it or that kid's going to die. <laughs> what if he doesn't do it and that kid really dies and LeBron's like the biggest villain for the rest of the year? That's what's going to send him to the Lakers because he's like, I shouldn't have promised to dunk on Lonzo. Now I got to just play with him. Or if he I mean, he'll make Lonzo. it up to that kid's parents by having them on the wall. Yeah. Oh, you know what they should do? Let that kid take all of Keaton Jones's invitations. Yeah, like he gets to go. He gets to, the to go to the, <laughs> the premiere. All those, all those kids that bullied that kid should be heralded for for what they did. Um. All right. Next question, guys. The New York Knicks. They're fourteen and three. Chris Depp's thirteen. Oh, sorry, fourteen. I was going to say what? Sorry, I was. I uh, I have a yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Depp's Porzingis is amazing. Frank uh, Tilakina looks good. They managed to get out from what looks like two terrible years of Carmelo Anthony. So, question: Did Phil Jackson save the Knicks? I mean, they. He just signed. <laughs> he just signed Tim Hardaway Jr. for. An, he didn't do that. That was the guy after him. That? that was Steve Mills. Well, then that guy's an idiot. Tim Hardaway Jr. move was the first <laughs> non-Phil Jackson oh, move okay. well, of the offseason. He still no. traded for Noah. He still signed Derrick Rose. <laughs> he did sign no. Rose. He definitely did not save the Knicks. I just thought it was a good question. Also, they're like they're like one in nine on the road or they something stink. like that. Yeah. They are, I think, in... Oh, they're in ninth, I think, in the conference right now, but... Uh, um. All right, but Sean, they you, they need a stink for another like. I feel like they need a stink this year. Like, do they have? Or do they I think they. I don't think Phil year? traded any. He of didn't. Their picks. They have all their picks. Oh, okay. They should stink this year because they they're they're gonna fall out of the playoffs. I think so too. I mean, it'll just be like. Um, <clears throat> it does seem like Kristaps likes being there now, though. That yeah. that's the main thing. Is like, yeah, they should stink. Honestly, and keep they should. Him. They should stink for the next two years because they he's a restricted free agent. Uh-huh. They can match any offer they have. Yeah. So stink for the next two years, and now you'll have two lottery picks to put alongside, or three with uh, the point guard they got too. Yeah. Do that. Why? Why push it? 
get like lock him into that that second contract and then go for it. You can probably sign some people too at that point if you just don't, because Noah's contract comes off the books. Then, um, how long is Hardaway's deal? Noah has three more years. Well, Tim Hardaway two Jr. Years. has four years left on his yeah. deal, I believe. But Ugh. but he's like he's fine. He's overpaid, but he's not like a bad basketball player. Noah's like a corpse. Yeah, he's a shell of himself. Uh, yeah, but Chris, yeah, you're right because Kristaps in two years will be. 24 years old yeah so and it's not like it's not like stinking for the next two years is going to cost you him like you can still like no. you can match any offer so he's stuck there for at least he probably wants to be there too, i think though. so too yeah but at the, at the very least you're gonna you know use these four first four years to to just get him up and running and then after that let the chips fall where they may he's probably having a great time I think yeah. Phil Jackson saved the Knicks, you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, you want to go to our ad read, Joey? All right, yeah. Uh, so so last week, Joey announced that he wears jump soles all the time, which is true. He's wearing them right now, the thick basketball shoes that allow you to climb. We have a sponsor this week. It's called Gump Soles. Uh, these are some shoes that you wear. They're like jump soles, and they let you uh, run really fast and you get drafted into the war. So that's, <laughs> you wear them every day, they make your feet heavy, and then when you try to run, you're very, very fast, and then you're brought across to a country you've never been for an unjust war, and your best friend is murdered in front of you. So if you use our promo code CHOCOLATES, you can get a trial pair of, of Gump Souls right now. Uh, go to gumpsoulscom slash chocolates slash shrimp. Gump Souls. Thank you, Gump Souls. Uh, my next question: This is a this is maybe either the most troubling story of the NBA season thus far, or the most heartwarming. heartwarming. I can't decide. Heartwarming for sure. Uh, the Bulls are on a four game winning streak since Nikola's, <laughs> uh, Nikola Mirotic came back, yeah. and their best combo. Uh, plus minus wise is Bobby Portis, Nikola Mirotic. Yeah. They beat the Celtics. Well, he's, uh, well, Irving wasn't playing, but, <laughs> but he's he's putting up points. Yeah, yeah Miritich has scored uh, nineteen, twenty-four, and twenty-nine points in the last three games. He and Chris Paul, I think, are the only undefeated NBA players this year. <laughs> I think I thought that they were going to get rid of Fortis. I really thought they were going to give him up for like a second. Yeah, you'd think there. if uh, you get you punch someone so hard in the face, a teammate so hard in the face that they go to the hospital and are yeah. out for speaking half of the season. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the office, uh, Roy had to leave. Yeah. He had to. Jim didn't go to the hospital. Sam Decker would be is probably very upset about what happened can't to Roy. Be, can't Sam believe Decker they, thinks yeah. Roy is the main character it's of like, the office. like, what about the Dundies? What about the Dundies? <laughs> Roy should have been able to keep his job. Also, why do black people have so many advantages? Anyway, I got to go. There's no affirmative action for me. I'm just here to have some fun in a whites-only swimming pool. (laughs) Uh, So here's my question, you guys. Uh, When do we have to put Bobby Portis in the MVP conversation? (laughs) I think right now. I think we just did. (laughs) Look, we're seeing a new Miritich, a guy who sometimes you have to dance with the Reaper to really achieve your full potential. And, you know, Miritich, he well, saw I mean, the light. He literally saw a light <laughs> as he almost died. And now he's 
the greatest player in the NBA. And I mean the ha- the haul they g- that they got back from Minnesota for for poor, uh, for Butler. I mean, you get you get Chris Dunn, who I think is thirty six years old. He played he's real 30, well he's, last he's night. His second year in the league. <laughs> It's his second year in the league. He's thirty six. He's thirty six year old, and and, and he, that's he drafted a nineteen year old with a bad back. And you know what? As long as he's getting it out of the way now, like his his back in his thirties will feel great. Yeah, like, especially his late twenties. Like it's not a cumulative. No, thing. you just it's like chicken pox. You want to get it out of the way early. You want to get that bad back out of the way as early as you can, and and get on with your life. Do you think going to college in Providence ages you faster? Yeah, Providence is gross. Like, <laughs> Providence is yucky. People, like, every time somebody brings up Providence, I bring up the fact that it was legal for strippers to be under 18 until 2009 in Providence. <laughs> as long as they were home by 10 o'clock on school nights. Every time I tell this story, people are like, you're a liar. And then yeah. they Google it, and they're like, Rhode Island is the worst. <laughs> I think at one point Providence was actually named America's angriest city. Yeah, that's, that's where yeah. my like that's I, Providence was where like I remember like at football practice like people after practice guys would drive to fucking Rhode Island to get jerked off at a at spas because that was the only place that they could could do that. Yeah, and it's you, a gross place. And you had you had to be an eighth grade graduate to you have ha- that yeah, job. As long as you had your your student, if you had your high school ID, you got it. It was a twenty percent discount. Well, I think we all know where Roy Moore should move. All right, yeah. next uh, next question: uh, The Pistons have lost seven games in a row. You guys, that's a bad losing streak. Will they rebound now that Stan Van Gundy is no longer campaigning for Doug Jones every day? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, it was taken away from... Uh, he's just been on spoken. Twitter the whole time being like, do you hear what this guy's saying? <laughs> do you hear what he's saying? His wife says he's friends with one Jew. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Told you, the, the halftime's over. What do you see in this? Uh, I think no, because now he's got he's to gotta fight for net neutrality. Well, that's yeah. right. Jeez. <laughs> Gotta get him like an intern tax or plan, right? Not, it's just not a good like year for Stan Van to pay attention to base to as, basketball. As much as I want Greg Popovich to coach forever, I do want him to run for office just to swing Texas. Like, do you think like if he ran for because like they always go if he ran against Ted Cruz, do you think he beat him? Oh, um. He's yeah, got maybe. a military I mean, Ted, background. He's educated. He could San fucking... Antonio is a really big city too. Yeah, it's for whatever reason it's not a big market. I don't understand the difference between those things. But uh, <clears throat> why is San Antonio such a populous city and yet such a small media market? Uh, there aren't rich I people there. Don't know. Uh, I would guess maybe because Dallas and Houston are so much yeah. bigger, and it's already like. Just the way like a market saturation would work, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Oh, uh, the Pistons did win tonight. However, oh, congratulations! They, they won. They won against Harris. the Atlantic. They 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 beat the Atlanta Hawks though, so that actually That's only counts nothing. for half yeah. a win. So hey, it was big back, big Langston Galloway game mm. though. Um, well, shouts to Stan Van doing doing good job this year. I don't know if Greg Popovich would win in Texas. I think. Uh, Mark Cuban would weirdly campaign against him just to feel like he beat him once. <laughs> Mark Cuban is like a real dirty guy, I think, secretly. Like he's he's like he's got to be pretty anti-union, don't you think? 
probably. Well, he's like an Ayn Rand guy. Yeah. So uh, he's like a well, he's a quote unquote libertarian. Yeah. Um, oh. Quote unquote bastard. Um, uh, oh, we're really an anti-Cuban podcast recently. And that <laughs> is my fault. Um. So here's my follow-up question to this question, you guys. What is the NBA equivalent of Roy Moore riding a horse to vote and then losing? Derek Rose's season. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty on the nose. <laughs> if, if Derek Rose came to every game in a, in a, on a scooter, I guess. Would well, I be... think it's, See, it's, I was going to say it's J.R. Smith on a hoverboard. Yeah. At an I NBA finals game. I think it's <laughs> the not one, not two. Or no, no, I take that back. It's Dwayne Wade and LeBron making fun of Dirk for having oh, the flu and the, then yeah. losing that final. Well, because it's it's amazing that someone <laughs> coughs to make fun of someone else and then goes out and actually chokes. Yeah, like it was the exact <laughs> thing. Roy, in Roy Moore pulling up on a horse was a Dion Waiters thirty foot jumper that he was just certain was going yeah. in. Twenty one <laughs> seconds is, left on that the is shot a clock. Heat check. He turned his back and then it airballed. Yeah, it's I, a little bit like that Nick Young photo, actually. Yeah, <laughs> the, it was that. Yeah. That was what it was. It was exactly what it was. The Jared Smith thing, though, he had to leave on the hoverboard after they lost the game. That was the that was the thing that really like. Yeah, but Jared Smith doesn't. He's he has fun. He's beyond yeah. that. Yeah. Jared, like J.R. Smith he forgets that a- he hopped on that Keaton Jones bandwagon early. Oh, uh, well, and, you know, and look what that did. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. It, sh- yeah. That's the thing. Like, he doesn't remember what happened 30 seconds ago. That's how J.R. Smith <laughs> exactly. operates. He's um, not going to do any research to see if this kid's mother's waving around a Confederate flag <laughs> or if his dad's a fucking look, this was, Aryan nation. Uh, that is actually in a white power in, prison. A, a literal neo-Nazi. Look, this is not. One of the questions that was sent to us, but I asked Sean this question the other day, and I want to pose it to you, Mike. Yeah. Don't the Avenger those two, don't Mark Ruffalo and Chris Evans have to publicly uninvite him. him to the premiere of the Avengers 3? Yeah. Tell little Greg, <laughs> tell Greg Ostertag Jr. he's not coming. He looks like a, a, a goatee-less Greg Ostertag. Uh, by the way, LeBron dunked near Lonzo Ball, but nah, not really on you him. You got to dunk on him. I mean, it was it was as close. He dunked it, but Lonzo just didn't. Well, Lonzo's really. just going to get gotta, out of the way. Yeah, you know I mean, what, Lonzo, you got to take a good hard look at yourself tomorrow when that, <laughs> yeah. if that kid does. Yeah, if that you kid does. Yeah, That's on you. You know what? It's on Lonzo. Better, it's not on. This is actually throw on himself Lonzo. in front of him before the yeah. end of this game. <laughs> or that kid's going to get it. Um, All right. Mike, next question for you. You hate the the gray Celtics alternates. Awful. Uh, who has the worst uniforms in the NBA? Ooh. Uh, none of them are that bad right now, I feel like. The Thunder the are always the like. fucking worst. Yeah. Those I are... hate the Thunder <sighs> uniforms. They look like. I don't like the color scheme. I Even besides the color scheme, they just look so generic. It looks like. Uh, people were too like, busy drilling for natural gas yeah. to look at the drawings that someone sent them and just okayed it anyway. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, this will do. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Frack, 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 yeah. frack, frack. We got we got oil to drill. Get out of here. Uh, the the dark blue Nuggets jerseys I think are pretty generic. 
I wish the Nuggets yeah. were still baby blue. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why they they have they like the same. That. They were playing the Jazz, and or both the of them had ones? the same colors somehow. Even the yellow ones I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Nuggets ones. traditionally have had uniforms I like, but I don't really like them. I this don't year. like the navy ones. I yeah, will say yeah, that. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Nobody. I mean, the. I'm not like super into the ones that are just like giant block letters of the city name across the chest either, but. I mean, that's what the Celtics are, and I love the Celtics uniforms in there. Like, but those are like the, classic. Those are classic. I like some it. of them. You just look it like it doesn't need to be ridiculous. I guess these Denver ones just look like kind of like a meme, like like it's it almost looks like it's an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, the next question. This is from Julian Rodriguez. Oh, great. Uh, and it's who is the laziest white player in the NBA? Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because our friend Julian says that uh, a lot of times when uh, other NBA players of non-white race are called lazy, it's coded racism, yeah. which yes. it is. So he wants to know who's the laziest white player in the NBA. <laughs> oh, I can't even. Bear in mind, Spencer Hall is no longer yeah. an NBA player. <laughs> well, he does a lot of curls of his phone with Breitbart on it yeah. to his face. So. Intellectually lazy, Sam Decker. Yeah. But... Uh, Man, I mean, I I really feel like the '90s were the golden age for the lazy white man in the NBA. I think it's where just like Ray Bogut? Brents, Bo- just... yeah. Oh, Chandler Parsons, yeah. Bogut's pretty lazy, actually, because <clears throat> he's even like a lazy player who. I, I just remember the, the Warriors announcers always talk about like, "Ooh, he's kind of setting an illegal screen," and sometimes you'd be like, "Is he being hard nosed, or did he just not want to take just tired? four steps there?" Yeah, he's just <laughs> is that foul? Is that Gortat's issue his... too, or is he just a dickhead? No, I think Gortat's, I think Gortat's actually like, yeah. but also I think Gortat is actually like fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. Too. He's uh, like, yeah. I think I, he just has heelys on the bottom of his shoes because yeah. he's <laughs> never had his feet secured yeah. when setting a screen and i think it's hard to be truly lazy when you were like a disregarded second round pick at some yeah point. yeah so is it chandler parsons probably it seems like parsons is a good answer because okay, i think the plumleys actually work pretty hard i think there should be a a referendum on how many plumleys are, are allowed to be in the league oh, at once. Amen. Let's open this up to our listeners, actually. Yeah. Who's the laziest white player in the NBA? <laughs> and I, I, I was going to, with execs, I think Phil Jackson and Larry Bird were like neck and neck the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Just phoning mailed, it yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Phil Jackson going on vacation during the trade deadline. He actually fell asleep during a workout. So that's <laughs> that's about as good as it's going to get that's at the front bad. office level. Uh, I would also say I think Nick Stauskas is probably pretty lazy. I haven't seen much of him. Exactly. <laughs> but like any high, I think Jimmer good. was lazy when he was in there. He wasn't NBA. lazy. He just stunk. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't good. Adam Morrison works very hard to get a good tan. though. <laughs> so that's uh, weirdly James Dolan. Is a lot of terrible things, but I don't think lazy is one of them. He's got band practice. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's got to open for the Eagles in, yeah. his, in his own. He has to maintain arena. His, his Eagles fan site. Yeah. That's a lot of programming. Um, so we've talked, we've danced around it a little bit, you guys. Uh, net neutrality passed. Fuck them. Uh, will this make NBA league pass somehow work even worse? 
I imagine. Wait, can you it, repeat that, it, Joey? Sorry. Will this make NBA League Pass work somehow even worse? Probably. It freezes all the time on me. Yeah. I hate it. Also, I think I've complained about this on the podcast before, but uh, NBA, fuck you for blacking out NBA TV games. Yeah, yeah what the hell? Games. That is fucking bullshit. Because, like, the whole... Like, I get if it's on TNT or if it's on ESPN. ABC yeah. or ESPN. You don't own like, those things. You own NBA TV. You yeah. could just give it to us. Yeah. You're getting, you know. In part, you're getting League Pass because you don't. Like, it's not even like a standard cable package option either. Yeah. I d- like, I don't pay $160 and I say I don't pay $160 because I don't pay for it. I don't pay $160 <laughs> to, like, not be treated kindly. Throw me some stuff. Yeah. It's NBA TV. Come fix on, your, man. Fix yourself. Get your own house in order, Adam Silver. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time for another recurring segment we have. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Life Advice from Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is about uh, competition. Yeah. And this is this is a Stephen A. Smith is talking about competition. This is an excerpt from Keeping It Tight for Your Partner Part 2. <laughs> Women love men to be embroiled in competition. They get up out the house every day, they're looking all fine, tight and bright, taking care of their business, the whole nine, and knowing brothers will be looking at them from block to block everywhere they go. And women do. But you as a dude, if you got it like that, she ain't comfortable, she ain't secure. Now she might want a man who she's attracted to, and she might want a man that other women are looking at, but she don't want to compete the way men have to compete for her because there's a brother trying to get in a woman every day, every block. You know who I need to to get the perspective of the female mind from is Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> who? Uh, us. Of Round Ball Rock. Quite, not him. me. Not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, we want to know uh, what's on that guy's mind. All right. Um. Thank you again, Stephen A. Smith, for your words of wisdom. Uh, we have a non-basketball question for you. Sure. Um, Mike, should Derek Jeter be in jail? Yeah. <laughs> like, where do we start? Yeah, he absolutely should be in jail. Yeah. The shit that they're doing with the Marlins is laughable. The he fact- trades the best player on the team to the Yankees for pennies on the dollar. He fires a scout who's waiting for a kidney mm-hmm. he trades a zoom, uh, uh the other the other good outfielder that they got to the cardinals for nothing what why did you buy a, a baseball team oh he also traded uh d gordon his starting second baseman as well yeah just marlins baseball it's what it always is i don't understand why somebody who doesn't like baseball keeps buying the Marlins, because yes. they clearly don't like baseball. If they're just like, <laughs> "Hey, everybody who's good, get the fuck out of here." I had a I had a theory that that he's so he's not he's not really making any public appearances or anything either. Yeah, I have this theory that he thinks that he can uh, that he's got media locked down with the players' trip. No, you you know so where he, you know answer. where he was. He wasn't in fucking Miami last week. He was in New York. People saw him out, like uh, Ian said, he saw him out in New York last week. And he went to that Patriots game, too. Yeah, of course. He's not in Miami. He doesn't give a shit about that place. Well, he's not he, in Orlando. Wait, he's not where still the staring at those two are. iPads in that business, uh, in that <laughs> conference room. 
<laughs> Although the guy who was awaiting the kidney did not get a kidney, but he did get uh, some autographed a, a gift basket. He got yeah. a gift basket. The, the, the you fucked me basket. Yay, Jeets. <laughs> um, all right. So next question. How bad does an NBA team need to be before they start tanking for Luka Doncic? Dude, he's good. Yeah. Like, did you see I mean, that? Bagley's did you see good that and shit? Porter's good as did, well. Did you like, see that shit he pulled today? The the full court shot. He no, did? the crossover he had. Oh, I also did see the crossover. He yeah. ruined Victor Clever. <laughs> ruined his life. He juked him out twice. <laughs> left him on the ground, and he's eighteen years old. He's yeah. good. He's he's, he's good. He's excited, and like if because the Celtics might have another pick between two and five if the Lakers are terrible this year. Uh, terrible enough this year. Where do the so it's and it's I'm, protected one it's and then prote- six if, it, if it's one, I think it goes to, to Philly. The fi- Philly. If it's six or below or six or below, it goes to Philly as well. So it's only two for fi- two through five, and if it doesn't come this year, then it's the Kings pick next year. Uh-huh. And I think that might be protected if it's one. It's also protected if it's one. Yeah. Man, well, the Lakers right now are the. They're not that bad. They're the they're, they're like seventh sixth, worst. Fi- yeah, fifth or sixth, I thought. Seventh is and almost fifth. And Chicago's heating up a little. Who else? Who else are they? Who else is ahead of them? Uh, they're almost Memphis. tied with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Charlotte, I can't believe is that bad. Me neither. Like, uh, well, free Dwight count, Howard's free magic though. Well, he transcends fuck, and the stats. fuck Dwight Howard. Him and Brian Singer probably have a lot to talk about. Yeah, the two worst teams are the Hawks and the Bulls. Then it's the Mavs and the Grizzlies, the Phoenix Suns, the Sacramento Kings, and then and Phoenix is going to stink for a while now because how long is Booker out? Oh, it could be a while. The Lakers are eighth worst. Charlotte is actually half a game behind them, but the Lakers Charlotte I think time. could overtake them. I think, or if well, they're going to be uh, a game behind them after this because they're 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 losing to the Cavs. There's just not a lot of tank teams. Oh, and the Knicks won tonight, so they're fifteen and thirteen. But Porzingis is hurt, so yeah. we'll see. That's the team that really should tank for Doncic. Just shut Porzingis yeah. down for a month and a half. Get it makes at, winning does them no good right now. They need they need players. They yeah. need they need real legit. I want to see him go to the Grizzlies. That'd be interesting. Luca on thought. the Grizzlies. yeah, but I mean, yeah. he's uh, gonna have to play for like three different coaches his first four years. Yeah. No, but like he, I. It would be nice to have, like, he can be good quick enough, I think, where, uh, like, he can actually help Conley and Gasol yeah. not like, be super depressed. Well, like, <laughs> I, think, I think the Celtics need Bagley more than they need Luka, but if Luka was there, I'd have a hard time saying no. He seems awesome, yeah. Um, all right. And Porter's got a – Porter, another guy with a bad back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't – He's you know, missing the whole year. Eighteen year old with a bad back, not going to get better. Well, then what's the Aiton, the center from Arizona? I forget. That guy's and then Muhammad Bamba from Texas is pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, it's I a, it's an embarrassment of riches this year, but it's and those guys will be playing in Atlanta, Chicago, Memphis, and Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, those teams are also stupid enough to blow it. They're stupid enough to outthink themselves or to trade it for someone crappy that they just want. Um. All right. Next question. The Raptors, third in the East, 
They have a 7.3 point differential, best in the East, third in the NBA. They've got a new pace and space offense. They're 9 and 1 at home. Are they actually a threat to LeBron? No. And Fine Mike and Boston. <laughs> Boston's not even a threat to LeBron. It, like I really don't think that they can beat the Cavs this year. I think they're at least a year or two away. If they I think they can make a run. I think they can make it interesting. Would they I'd be surprised if they beat them? No, but I'm not banking on it, especially with Hayward out the whole year. Yeah. Um if even if he comes back, who knows? But like they can't box out Tristan Thompson is is one thing that I know for certain. And unless they do, I mean, and something could happen between now and the trade deadline or, or a buyout could happen. Like I thought Monroe was going to get bought out by Phoenix right away. And I thought that would have been interesting if Boston could have grabbed him and, and there would have been a body to put on somebody like Thompson. But like, that's the issue is that they can't like Jalen Brown it, it has done all right against LeBron, but like, Tristan Thompson sneaks by Al Horford and gets every rebound. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Al, this is like Al Horford is good at many, many things. And just crashing the boards is not really yeah. one of them. I thought, and like, I thought maybe Indiana would stink this year and Al Jefferson might become available. Uh-huh. I thought that, you know, there's, and the Celtics do have that trade exemption. They could, they could trade for Nairland's Noel. They could do it. It wouldn't be that hard. That's the guy who should come there. I would love that. Send him. Send the boy home. Everett's finest. We we need him. Yeah. Back to the Raptors. Um, I don't know. It seems like I fall for them every year. Where I'm like, this is the year they're going to be good. No. Yeah. Uh, I like all their young players, but I hate all their stars. <laughs> it's like this weird thing where I'm like, I'm real into OG. I like Siakam. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like Norman Powell. Uh huh. Uh, I even like Bay Bay, but like Valanchunas bums me out. Kyle Lowry kind of also bums me out. But he's good. Demar's great though. Yeah, he's ugh, he's not he's never somebody that I'd want having the ball at the, at the end of the game. He's like I just I just I mean I I understand he has limitations as a player. I just like that. Uh, like. It seems like he kind of transforms his game, and I like that he has a lot of. He's he like a dis- throwback. He dude. disappears for a while too. Yeah, I I think he kind of does his best. I think like there's just Paul George is a nightmare matchup for him, and that's the guy who's killed him like yeah. two playoffs in a row. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's just he he is unfortunately a guy that unfortunately his rivals are directly like his nemeses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he would almost do better in the West because there weren't the same type of guys to just destroy him. Yeah. Although Kawhi would destroy him too. So yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, those, their two stars have like the lowest shooting percentage in like playoff history minutes. wise versus the minutes they've played? It's yeah. Really they, they don't show up in the playoffs the way that, they do in the regular season. DeMar DeRozan's a great NBA 2K player. Like that's, he's a great guy to play with in 2K, but like not to win a playoff game with. Um, Your next question, our next question, who's going to trade for DeAndre Jordan? (sighs) I don't know who can. I think it's going to be the Bucks. But... Thon Maker, baby. Yeah, I guess. He's probably 42. 
He's right. Well, that's why he's the one young player Dog Rivers can develop. Yeah. Because he's already 40. Because he's the know. same age as yeah. 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 They can golf together. Yeah. They can golf together. That's great. <laughs> I can't think of a, a team that is more obvious than that. Like, what team, yeah, what I team mean, is who else on the brink and has a bad him. center? Yeah. Celtics. I don't I feel but like he's they not going to. They can't match up salary wise. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And I don't think they'd do it. No. Like, I just think that Doc Rivers can't do anything with that team. No. I mean, like, I guess the Wizards, maybe. I just don't know yeah. what the Wizards give up. Otto Porter, Oubre, like, those are, like... Yeah, they, can't, they, they can't trade either of those Where, guys. like, the Bucks can get away with trading Brod, Brogdon or Maker. Maker. Yeah. It, but is there anybody that matches up salary-wise? Middleton? They'd have to I trade. Mean, Middle, fi- they'd have to trade Middleton. No, probably. they could do. They could match it up with uh, oh, Delvadova and uh, um, Tiletovic. He's out for uh, the year. Though. No, yeah. but the the salary doesn't matter. Yeah, but I don't think you. Can't, I thought you can't trade guys once they're. Oh, you can trade injured guys all you want. That's uh-huh. how Andrew Bogut came for the Warriors. Uh-huh. Well, it's weird that there's sort of not that much of a market for him though. Well, it's just that thing where teams are so scared of guys leaving now. Yeah, like, I guess that's you, true. Like, is this the last year of his deal? Yeah. Well, he has an uh, opt well, he has out, an opt out yeah. that he's definitely going to take. Yeah. But like, the the Bucks don't need Brogdon. They don't need Thonmaker if they have DeAndre Jordan. Like, roll if you if you think this is your year, yeah, roll the dice. If you don't, then absolutely don't. But I just, like, don't just trade for somebody to make it interesting. I think to, like, they could get, get to the DeAndre to round. stay is the thing. They probably could. I mean, you think think of the guys around him, and if Parker comes back at a a fraction of what he is, like, that's a pretty scary team between Bledsoe, Bledsoe Middleton, Parker, Middleton, Giannis, Giannis DeAndre. Uh, yeah. The problem is, is Jason Kidd's their well, coach. Yeah, it's like, yeah. they, keep, they keep buying new cars for this 16-year-old who's just Does it, gr- it keeps blowing the out the clutch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Henson's another guy they could use to match salary with, too. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Next question. Daryl Morey tweeted out the Star Wars theme tonight. Uh, so my question. He wrote it out. Like da 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 da. Yeah, he's a fucking nerd. Uh, what other GM is most likely to have bullied Maury? Bob Myers for sure. <laughs> Bob Myers in like he would like mean girl him though. <laughs> Danny, like, it wouldn't yeah. be Danny. Danny Ainge probably bullies him every once in a while. Danny, yeah, Danny Ainge. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like like I think like classic style too. Like Wet Willies. Oh yeah, Bob Myers. It's more like. Hey Daryl, uh, we heard that some people are like like tricking him into. Well, no, it's like Daryl, could you help me out? You're a numbers nerd, yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> they uh, name him the king of GM prom, and it's all just a setup. <laughs> Bucket of second round picks gets dumped on his head. Um, Presty, I feel like. Well, he was in a band, so he yeah. Like, no, Presty is like handsome, Daryl. Well, he's like he's the guy who'd be like he'd be like, hey, uh, like he, 
he'd bully him into making him write letters to the girl that Daryl Morey was secretly in love with, Gordon <laughs> Catalano style. <laughs> he'd be like, hey, guys, leave Daryl alone, and then ride off on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Next question: Who would be the top pick in an NBA draft of only people from the Star Wars universe? I mean, Chewie. He's got to be number one. Yeah, he's eight feet tall. Like the Oakley. He's of... very tall. He's not. I don't feel like he's. He's very got. Mobile. He's, he's got range though. You put him just. Put him at the top of the circle. He's fine. He's also like ageless. Yeah. You could sign him to like a thirty-five year deal, and it seems like he would be just fine. I uh, yeah. I definitely take him. Him number one. Easily. Are you allowed to have droids? <clears throat> you are probably right. Yeah, I mean, they said anyone in the Skywalker. Okay, so Skywalker can like fly, sort of, uh-huh. but he only has one arm. Yeah, because I don't think they'd let you have a robot robot arm, arm, in, the arm so in the NBA. So he has to always <laughs> go right, basically. Yeah, <laughs> they just. They play him like guys Vader's used to play like Iverson. Harry Giles, basically. I mean, you got to imagine Luke Skywalker's a good three-point shot. He's yeah. well, then, he's but he can dunk from the like the half-court line, too. Yeah. yeah. And also, he can trick people. Into getting out of the way. Yeah. yeah. yeah he could like, be like, do not guard me. I'm still... Listen, yeah, I'm building like, the team around the center, so I'm going Chewy number one. I just one. don't think he's very... He's very... He's very ground-bound, Chewbacca. But he is eight feet tall. He's eight feet he's tall. He's eight feet tall. But I still think I'd take. I'm taking. I'm taking somebody with the with force powers. I think. Who would be like like <laughs> who's the equivalent of like Boba Fett? Is that like Ricky Davis? <laughs> like just a guy who's like kind of popular as a cult, but figure. like not good. not that effective. Yeah. but like a wild gunner at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. It's Although, he's J.R. Smith. Yeah, he's, he is Jared. People <laughs> like him, and, he's, and like you're like, wow, he was he was there at that important sort of cultural badass, event too. But yeah. Like, yeah, and he's always there for something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yoda is like Spud Webb, right? Yeah, or like, uh, yeah, he's like Spud Webb. Um, and then, I think we all can agree that Han Solo would fucking suck at basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd just be, like, <laughs> looking at the ball the whole time and yelling at people. Like, Han Solo feels like he's he's a baseball player. Yeah. You know, like, kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like a closer. Yeah. And, yeah, that's why he, like, only comes in at the end of battles and is like, all right, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Um. All right, enough. Uh, with Star Wars. Uh, Indiana is going to host the 2021 NBA All-Star Game. Question, is there a worse NBA option? I'm trying to think of NBA cities. I've They're been. doing it in Chicago the year before, which is like, oh, Chicago in February. What a what a time. Oh, back-to-back Chicago yeah. and Indianapolis, too. Um, is what, is, what is the worst NBA city? Salt, it, Salt Lake Salt, yeah, Salt Lake City would be the worst. Everybody but would have to join like, like a private club to drink your yeah. three point two beer. Aren't there at least like restaurants people like in Salt Lake City? The hell if I know. I think there is a certain amount of like foodie. There's a little bit kind of like those like I don't know. I think people sometimes who can't drink or use drugs get really into like crazy food stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but it's it seems like it would be kind of a bummer. Kind of think Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Cleveland, would be pretty bad. Cleveland, Oklahoma City also. Ooh, OKC. Have they had an all- They've never had an All-Star no. game, right? I thought the deal was you get the All-Star game if you build a new stadium. Like, the mm. Pacers didn't. That stadium's been around for they like They got one because Paul George left. That's not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! People were burning the the Western Conference jersey. <laughs> um, all right, Sean, do you want to tell the joke here? Oh yeah, you know, we should we should call Club Rio and find out if they're planning anything now. Yeah. <laughs> Strip club in Indianapolis. We made Megan Gailey call on the podcast. It's also the one that uh, Stephen Jackson pulled the gun out of. Oh outside yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, last question. Turtle from Entourage, Jerry Ferrara. Mm-hmm. He's been hired as an eSports scout for the Knicks. So he's... I don't understand how you, you're, like, a scout for that. Are you just on Twitch? My guess is you're playing. Right, but, like... I've never. You guys won- don't understand how 2K I've never works. Never once fired up 2K. But how like, do you? How do you like do find an unknown in 2K? Or just like guys who are highly ranked. There's, well, no, but there's like pickup games going on 24 hours a day on 2K, where you play with your one guy. Right, but aren't there, aren't there too many people? Like, like how how was Jerry Ferrer going about this? I guess. I bet he just he's playing all the he time, plays, and he's and like, he's "That guy's like, really that good." Guy's good. He's I'll, like, "Hey, Nick, this guy's really good. He, he uh, dominated me." But it's just, but it's just in guys you happen to match up with yeah. in your pickup game. I guess, yeah. But also, you can see how good a guy is. You, just look at, you can look at the leaderboards and like, yeah, yeah. can you challenge a guy when you see he's like Probably. highly ranked? Kinda. <clears throat> I mean, what happens a lot is like guys who are good will start like a party. To like circumvent because if you're a team of three in the park, you can get you get ahead of like uh, somebody oh. calling next. Okay. So like, so he, you been, need to have an entourage. Is what I've you're saying. been. <laughs> people have seen that I'm like an 89 before. This is when the game first started because yeah. uh-huh. I leveled up really fast. Um, saw that I was good early, even though I hate playing in the park. But to get some money. From Gatorade, I had so to wear a Gatorade t-shirt. I had to wear a Gatorade t-shirt and play five games in the park. Two um, uh, K is so weird. I only play my league. I've never once played online. I mean, they make you play online now. That's the worst part. Not if you just like my league. No, but if you want to play as your your guy in the NBA, they make you play online. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't need to. I like. I don't playing. need to fantasize about what it would be like to be in the NBA. I no, just... but it's not me. I don't play no. as me. <laughs> What's your guy's name? Oh, I just re. I just made a new guy. <laughs> I, I think he's Lasalle Thompson now. No. He's like a. He's a defensive slasher. Uh. Like a power forward center who runs the floor and dunks. Oh man, there's got to be so many. There's got to be dudes who play 2K and are like, "I'm just here to set screens, man. Yeah, defense. Yeah, no, there are. It's a weird way to live your life, man. (laughs) In your fantasy world, you're like torture Allison, like like Kevin McHale. Yeah. Um, it's really frustrating to play with people online in 2K, though. Yeah, because like people don't know how to play basketball, but they know how to play the game. So, like, you sit and watch a guy dribble for, like, so fucking long. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, you know how to move the joystick to cross someone up. But, like, 
I'm setting you a screen and you keep running away from the screen because you don't understand how it works. Um, Anyway, that's my complaint about NBA 2K. Uh, So question for you guys. Is there an NBA job for Kevin Dillon? Like mascot, maybe? (laughs) No. I haven't haven't watched very much (laughs) Entre. I didn't care for it. Me either. All right. Sean, do you want to explain? You want to do an NBA so taste we're gonna, test? We're going to close this out. This go. is our first yeah. ever NBA taste test um, from friend of the podcast Alex Cole. You can check out on the Everything Report a couple times a week on Instagram. He bought me from the dollar store some trolley Sour Bright Weird Beards James Harden edition. Um, These are very old too. Uh, these are from two playoffs ago. I oh, believe. you think you think? No, I know. Said, I remember. Oh, oh. Yeah, it does say 2016. This is the Ferrara Candy Company. I assume Jerry Ferrara's <laughs> side project. Uh, for whatever reason, the hashtag is hashtag Beardly Awesome. Doesn't mm-hmm. he own a bunch of sub shops around here? Yeah, he's a Fat Sal's yeah, investor. Yeah. They're good. Fat Sal's is good. I, I had it. It was, it was too much. See, I like a too much sandwich. It was just... They didn't have any of the basic thing. Like, I remember, I think I just wanted, like... A, a meatball sub sure and they were just that's like, not you that's not what they're you like no for. but you can have this this hamber- one that hamburger <laughs> and french fries yeah. and a, a fucking egg a yeah. fried egg on it i'm just like and and fucking mozzarella mozzarella sticks, sticks. yeah they have, they have several with mozzarella sticks yeah. in them. all right so these are they're sour, sour candies, candies shaped like james harden yeah let's do you, how do you how how well do you feel like they replicated james harden's look uh, here not at all there's sort no, of a, a nose. Ball. It does not look like a person. No. There's a little bit of a bump for a nose, and then they're half colored one way, half colored the other way. They're also not like a beard because it extends all the way around yeah, the candy strange. skull. Also <laughs> above his nose. Half of his nose is the beard, too. <laughs> I mean, it is a weird. It would be weird for a beard to be like this. It doesn't look right. Tastes all right. Yeah, it tastes like sour candy, yeah, but not much. as good as Sour Patch Kids. They're no. kind of bigger. It's not as sour as Sour Patch yeah. Kids, for sure. They're a much larger candy, so the sour percentage is a lot. Like, this is... It's almost like if you melted down a worm and mm-hmm. then flattened it out. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say this is more of like a volume sour candy. Yeah. It's not f- playing in any defense in my mouth yeah. against other flavors. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, would this be able to coexist with another sour dominant candy? No, like a, like a, like a sour, CP3. like a Chris Paul lemon head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He kind of does have a lemon head. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it would be able to coexist with a lemon head. Mm-hmm. Tastes too similar. Mm. All right, so that's been our show. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, Sean will post it, pictures of those on Instagram. I will. I mean, on Twitter. We don't have an Instagram. Yeah. We don't need another thing that we don't use. Um, <laughs> Mike, what would you like to plug? Oh, uh, On Deck is this Saturday. It's a show that I run at the Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics and Collectibles. It's this Saturday. 
9 o'clock. It's $10. It's BYOB. We've got a lot of great comics. Ian Carmel, Adam Newman, Rhea Butcher. Um, go to On Deck Comedy LA across all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go, uh, go on there. Get the tickets. We will see you there. Uh, Sean. What would you like to plug here? Punchline, Wednesday, December 20th in San Francisco. Hosted by Joey Devine, featuring Ben Kalina and our friend, Caitlin Gill. It's a good show. Yeah. Good times. It's going to be good. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, <laughs> where this week I tweeted, Can Coco come out on VHS already so I can watch it every day? Uh, trust the process. Man, he's got that Olaf short. On. Shut it down. Let's go. <laughs> Shut home. down that Olaf short. Let's go home. I see you from across the room. I know the darkness like a fairy. I tell myself to leave this place. Then you start to walk. My heart starts to Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.